everyone. Welcome to the Pretty Young and Motivated podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa, and I'm super excited to be back podcasting again. Uh, We took some time off here at PYM. We're still posting on social media, but we are undergoing a website redesign. So that took some time, and I also was taking some time not only for myself, but giving the PYM girls some space to focus inward and focus on some self-care. As we know, 2020 has been an absolute shit show and we're all just trying to adjust and figure out this new normal. So before we jump into today's episode, just wanted to give an update that we do have a new website. So you can check it out at prettyyoungandmotivated.com. You also can check out our YouTube channel, which is also Pretty Young and Motivated. We are the PYM Girls on Instagram. So if you're new here, go check out all of our different platforms. We're committed to bringing you all the women empowerment content, and we've got a lot of plans coming up for some virtual events. And let's just say we'll be having a virtual sex ed class very soon. So sign up for our email list, check us out, and check out our new website. But let's get into today's episode. I'm super excited to sit down with one of the PYM girls, Melissa, to talk about law of attraction. So let's get to it. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Alyssa. I'm super excited to talk with you today about law of attraction. Um, (laughs) Before we get into it. Um, Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Yeah, definitely. So my name's Melissa, and I think I'm the the newest PYM girl. You Uh, are. Oh, cool. (laughs) And then um, I'm from Chicago. It's where I currently live. And a little bit about my background is I do, uh, I am a Reiki master practitioner. And basically what that is, is a modality of energy healing that I'm attuned in. And then outside of that, I'm well-versed in many new age healing topics. And that's kind of my niche, if you will. That's awesome. We'll probably have to do more podcasts with you just to learn about even (laughs) the Reiki healing, because I feel like that's so interesting and it's almost like trending or you hear about it, but so many people don't know about it. So exactly. It would be super cool. Um, So how did you get into law of attraction? Yeah, so it started for me, I think the same way it starts for a lot of people is I did read the book The Secret. And that's definitely a great starting point, I think, for anyone else who would want to get interested in it as well. And after reading The Secret, I kind of put it aside, you know, um, pay too much attention to it. And then a few years after that, I stumbled upon um, a channel named Abraham Hicks on YouTube. And she's very big with law of attraction, positive manifestation. And I just watched some of her videos. And what she was saying really made a lot of sense to me. And the examples she gave really resonated with me as well. And from there, I kind of fell down the proverbial rabbit hole of law of attraction. And it it just grew from there. Yeah, actually, I was introduced to it the same way. Like when I was studying abroad, one of the people I had met was like, watch this 30 minute video. And it was a piece of like, the secret movie. Um, And it was super interesting. So super excited to talk about it. And just for people that might not have ever heard about law of attraction. I know it's a little bit complex if you get into the weeds with it, but I'm kind of throwing off the questions we have scripted out. But just giving (laughs) like a layman's terms, like what what is law of attraction? Or like, what is your interpretation of it? 
Yeah, for sure. So my uh, definition of it would be this is basically when you use your thoughts and also your feelings to get to a vibrational state that lines up with whatever you're trying to manifest. So the secret talks about step one, which is envision the thing you want to have, right? Visualize it, all of that. But then when you get a little bit deeper into it, you have to get more into that feeling state. So after visualization, it's that feeling state of feeling like you already have the manifestation you're trying to obtain. And then it gets attracted to you because um, of energy, because you're on that yeah. same frequency, you're on that same vibrational plane, and then you kind of match up with it by default. Yeah. And I always think about like how you speak to yourself. Um, and the words you use, even for some of the things like I want to move out of state. So like, I'll say if I move, and then I change my wording, I'm like, when I move, like, I try to visualize me doing that. Um, so mm -hmm. I think even it's good for like self love and self care practice, too, because then you, you have to think about the things that you're saying and, and level up your energy to to match that, as you said, so super cool. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So what is advi some advice that you would give to someone who wants to get started with law of attraction? Oh, I think outside of definitely following Abraham Hicks as much as you can, um, whether that be her YouTube videos or her books, um, I was lucky enough I got to see her live in person at one of her speeches. Um, but besides, you know, looking at her work, I think meditation is vital to law of attraction. And why I say that is because really with meditation, the whole purpose of it is not just to slow down your thinking, you know, because we all have a million thoughts in our head all the time running, running around. Some of them are good thoughts. Some of them are negative thoughts. Um, <clears throat> it's really to slow it down. First, slow down your thinking. Then after you slow it down, you can kind of go down to one thought. We can think of one thing at a time. Then after you start thinking of one thing, then we go into zero, what I like to call zero point. And from zero point, that's really where the manifestation starts. And then after you start to pivot. Now we're going to think about one thing again, but this time it's going to be a positive thing. And then that grows and grows and grows until you get to the feeling point of your manifestation. So that's why zero point meditation correlates to manifestation because you're switching, but you're not switching your thoughts too fast. Like we cannot go from zero to a hundred in one second, like when we're driving, mm -hmm. gradually build up to that speed and getting to zero point is that same thing. You know, you're gradually kind of getting to that place that you want to get to, but you're not doing it too fast because if you do it too fast, it's either not going to stick or it's going to feel rushed. It's not going to feel authentic. And that's why. A lot of people say, oh, what does manifestation have to do with meditation? It's getting to the point you want to get to in, in a sort of uh, process. Right. And then maybe even, can you expand on what manifestation is? And like, I mean, once again, I feel like people may have heard of it, but what is mm -hmm. an example of, of a manifestation or how do you manifest? Yeah. So it's using a lot of attraction, of course. Um, and manifesting something this is kind of like you wanted something to happen right so I had a manifestation that I want to get a new car 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to visualize that car. I'm going to feel like I'm in that car. Maybe I'm going to make a vision board and put a picture of that car on my vision board. And I'm going to be thinking good thoughts. I'm going to be getting myself at an elevated frequency or what Abraham Hicks likes to call the high flying disc. This is where I'm feeling really good. And you could be feeling really good about anything. It doesn't even have to be related to your manifestation. It could just be, hey, I want to feel good right now. I'm going to go pet my cat. I'm going to go drink a coffee that I like. It's these. It's getting to that place. And then your manifestation gets attracted to you or the thing you're trying to attract gets attracted to you. And then it kind of like comes to fruition. And it was based on you doing work, definitely. But it was based on you doing work that's enjoyable. It was based on you doing work that was positive. It wasn't you struggling so much to get there, but it was kind of, it, 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 it was work, but good kind of work, work we enjoy doing. Yeah. And once again, I feel like manifesting, you kind of, you do this visualization of the thing that you want. Um, and I always was like, when I look into law of attraction, it can be confusing because I think people think you have to like sit there and be like, I need to do this. I need to do this. But if you pressure yourself, I think that changes your energy almost to be feeling pressured or feeling stressed. Mm -hmm. um, and it definitely has to come from like a positive place and like almost even patience because manifestation and like law of attraction, you're not going to just be like, I want a new car. And then you'll wake up with like someone dropped a new car off at your front door. <laughs> like there's still right. is work that has to go into it. Um, and I always feel like even with me, that's like the misconception, but coming from other people when they're learning law of attraction, I feel like that can be a big misconception that like you just have to think so hard. And like, if you keep telling yourself it will happen, but that's really not the case. There is some work and like positivity, I guess you could say that goes into it. Exactly. That's why like, that was my one thing with the secret that it's not enough. It's, it really is only step one, because that's just talking about the visualization of it. That's why mm -hmm. there's so many more techniques that you can use. And yeah, you got to get the basic stuff down first, without a doubt. So that's why I like to keep it really simple in the beginning. And then after you've been doing the basic stuff for a while, you can kind of gradually move up to more complex techniques. Um, and yeah, you kind of want to make sure that yes, you're thinking positively, but that it's still authentic. Like if I yeah. can't really, you know, if I really can't get happy about my manifestation, I can get happy about a smaller thing, like the example I gave earlier to kind of help you pivot to that point. Definitely. So what are some new methods you would give someone who has been doing law of attraction already? Yeah, so some of my next level stuff, um, this is one that I do on a daily basis, and it's called scripting. So basically what scripting is, it's just journaling. It's just journaling for a, little, a few minutes every day on something that you're trying to manifest. And the big um, important thing with scripting using I am statements or kind of what you spoke to earlier you already have that you want so you're writing it from that vantage point like oh mm -hmm. I really enjoy driving in my new car with the top down and I can feel the sun on my face you know you already have it so you're not at that stage of lack you're not at that stage of desperation you're really satisfied that the, the mm -hmm. thing's already here so when I when you write that out I feel like me personally, that's even stronger than visual visualization, because then I'm getting really detailed with it, then I'm putting the pen to paper, like it's already happening. So that's a more advanced technique that I uh, kind of suggest to people who are interested. Yeah, 
And then another piece that I'm like thinking of when I was getting into it, I think what I was speaking to earlier even, but the element of, you know, you have to be in this good energy and you have to share that. And I think a big part of it, and would you agree with this is showing gratitude. So for the things, even when things go wrong, I think it's easy to get into like a negative mindset, like, oh, this thing happened to me. And then you can kind of snowball out of that high frequency. But I feel like the biggest element too, is just showing gratitude, even for the smallest things. And that's something that like raises your vibration. Yes, I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, Because another really well known example, when you're trying to manifest money, is you have to be really grateful for the money that you already have in the bank. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm so grateful for my $100 in my checking account. And, (laughs) you know, because if you tell the universe that they're going to be like, okay, she takes care of the money that she has, we're going to give her more money. You know, if you're upset about, oh, I only have $100, the universe is going to be like, well, she's not even taking care of the little bit she has, why would we give her more? And this can be even smaller than that. Like you need to get excited when you find a penny on the ground. I think, you know, we've all found pennies on the ground. That's not a hard thing to manifest because they're everywhere, you know. Um, But you can manifest. I mean, I've manifested um, dollar bills on the ground. That's a little bit bigger because I was so thankful when I found a penny. So then you can you basically to manifest the penny or to manifest a hundred dollar bill you're using the same method it's only your belief system that's different it's because you already have this belief in your head and everyone has it it's so easy to manifest the penny but it's hard to manifest a hundred dollar bill if you can start to change your thinking it would be a lot easier for a hundred dollar bill to appear on the ground for you for example yeah So that's something I like to really tell people is you got to get excited. You got to get thankful in the now moment with what you have. And then it's just going to, to your point, snowball from there. Yeah. And when I feel like money is a big one that I've like tried to work on, like manifesting and just with law of attraction, have a better relationship with, Mm -hmm. because in college, like I was so stressed about money Um, and I actually, I always find, it's funny you brought that example up because I always find pennies on heads. I don't necessarily like manifest it, but it it does always happen. Um, (laughs) but with that, after I finished school, I guess kind of one of my law of attraction stories and this just sparked that, um, was I finished school, you know, I did the whole college thing, whatever. And in my agenda, I had wrote down a salary. And I think Jim Carrey did something like this. I did not Mm -hmm. write down a million dollars. Maybe I should have set expectations higher. Mm -hmm. Um, But for my first job, I wrote down a number in my in my notebook. And then I was like, we'll just see what happens. And it didn't happen the exact like month I wrote it in. But within that like time period in that season, I did get my first job offer. And it was that exact amount that I had written down, which was just crazy because I had almost forgotten that I had wrote that down. But I just kept it there. And I'm like, this is my goal. This is my expectation. And like, I'm grateful for where I'm at now. But this is where I want to be. Um, and so that was kind of cool to see that come to fruition. For sure. No, that's yeah. a good example. Because that kind of um, solidifies the fact that you do receive what you think you're worth in some instances. And, you know, if I'm vibrating at a frequency where I'm only going to make a certain amount of money, that's what's going to get offered to me. That's what the types of jobs openings that I see it's going to be at that frequency but once I you know raise it or raise my value a little bit more people are gonna want to pay you more by default yeah so what is the biggest misconception about law of attraction I think a lot of people think that they have to figure out the how 
how it's going to happen. They need to be in total control of every little piece of it. And that's not true at all. I mean, does it really matter to you if you get $200 because um, you won it in a lotto or $200 because you worked for it? At the end of the day, you got the the extra $200, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Don't get caught up on the how because that's up to the universe. You told the universe what you want and then you were consistently positive about it and all of that. That's all you need to do. The part of, oh, I'm going to, make sure I get that exact amount of money today and this is the way it's going to happen. You got to get rid of that. That's being, that's not trusting the universe and that's not having faith. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I think also one that I foresee just chiming in is the whole gratitude and patience with it. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just like showing gratitude for where you're at. Like you have to do the work. And if for my example of like getting a job, obviously I was applying to jobs and that process was really difficult. Um, And I worked really hard at it and I really did only get one offer and it was the offer salary wise that I had written down. So, you know, it didn't come to me exactly when I had written it down and it didn't, you know, just come overnight that I got like my dream job by any means. But as you said, my expectations were basically what I had gotten um, and thought about. So I think you just have to be patient with the process. And once again, you're not going to manifest a new car and it's going to be outside of your door the next day. Like there is work and gratitude and and thoughts that go into it. Um, So I always feel like even for myself, that's been a misconception I have is I'm like, when is this going to come? Like, come on, I've been thinking about it for so long. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think another thing is patience equals faith. Because if I'm not patient, I don't have faith. But if I am, then I know it's going to happen. I just don't know when, but I don't need to know when. I just need to know that's going to happen. That's very true. I like that analogy of it. Um, So what's a story you have with law of attraction in your life that you feel comfortable sharing? (laughs) Yes, yes. This is my favorite story. I I always tell this one. Um, So basically, this happened a few years ago. Um, I remember there was one day that um, I would take, I was coming home from work, and I always took a train home from work and then a bus afterward. And for whatever reason that day, I decided to walk home from the train station. And that was completely out of the norm for me. I, I, I would never do that. So whatever. So I was like walking home from the train station and I passed by a grocery store. And outside of it, they had a tent for a radio station. So I went to the tent to see like if they're giving out free merch, whatever. Um, and I go there and they were having a raffle for Lollapalooza tickets, the Summerfest. And Mm -hmm. so I entered to win the raffle and I didn't think anything of it. It It's just kind of like I entered my name, whatever. I walked the rest of the way home and then I completely forgot about it. And then this was like two weeks later, the radio station called me and they said, hey, you won these tickets. Um, And these are like the VIP platinum tickets for you and a friend and like it was really expensive tickets that I won. And I was just like, what? Really? Like I because I forgot about it. It was, it came like out of nowhere. And then, um, so then I got to go to the concert. I had a great time, all of this kind of stuff. One of the headliners was actually one of my favorite bands. So weird. It was just wild. And the reason why that worked for me was because a, I obviously wanted to win the tickets. Otherwise I wouldn't have entered the contest, but then I let it go. It was kind Mm -hmm. of like, I did something and then I let it go. I didn't pine over it. I told the universe what I wanted and then it did its work. And then another reason why I think I won tickets for that specific Summerfest 
was because um, one of the band that was playing, that was one of my favorite bands. Like I listened to them all the time. I actually, a few years prior to that, almost got a free ticket to go to one of their concerts and then something fell through. So I just had a lot of intention also to see that band. And I was very appreciative of it. And then another thing about me is a lot of time when I enter raffles, I, oh, there's been a lot of times I've won raffles just in the past too. So I have a belief system in my head when I enter a raffle that I'm a lucky person and that I'm going to nine times out of 10 win it. So you see, I had a, it was a lot of different factors that came into play, a lot of different techniques, a lot of different things that I was doing kind of subconsciously without even knowing it. And your subconscious mind rules, what, 90% of your life, right? And uh, it ended mm -hmm. up working out. And that was a really cool manifestation that I got just by doing a couple different, a couple different things. Yeah, and I think that really goes back to your um, point on having faith in what you're saying. Because I think where I've messed up from time to time with law of attraction is holding on. And it's like, so you do something and you put it in the universe and then I'm an anxious person. So I'm mm -hmm. constantly thinking about it and trying to like, I really want this. I keep thinking about it. I really want it. But as you said, in that situation, all these things just kind of came together. And when you signed up for that raffle, you didn't really put so much afterthought into it. Like you did it, you put your faith into the situation and it, it panned out how it did for you, which is so awesome. So mm -hmm. I think that's a great note for the audience to take too, because Sometimes it's not sitting there and overthinking about it. It's just kind of letting the universe take it once you put it out there um, and, and being patient for it. Yeah, because it, that manifestation or any manifestation doesn't get attracted to someone who's worrying. You know what I mean? It doesn't it doesn't want to yeah. it doesn't want to match up to you. I mean, first of all, worrying is not pleasant. So right there, let's throw it out the window. I mean, easier said than done. I get that. Trust me. But, you know and then that's, that's hurting you it's not helping you so it's kind of like that that gives you an extra incentive to kind of let it go and the nice thing is you don't have to worry about it that's not your like the next step of it actually happening that's not your problem so that's kind of a cool thing too that you don't even have to worry about it or plan the how and it'll come in an e even easier manner yeah and another question I'm going to throw outside of the the topics we are going to talk about <laughs> Um, just on the negative. So, well, I don't want to say negative. That's probably not the right way to state it. But what is like the opposite side? Because I feel like sometimes as we're talking through this, as you mentioned, like worry can really bog down that like clarity of thinking and that your frequency. And I feel like even sometimes when I've been in a negative place, or I've thought of a lot, like, oh, this isn't working out. I'm not doing this. I'm, you know, negative self talk, I start to like lower my frequency, like I uh -huh. just feel crappy. <laughs> So what do you think some of the like negative side, not once again, not negative, but like if you're not attracting, I don't know, can you speak to the opposite end of like when you are worrying and overthinking about law of attraction and like the negative effects of thinking that way, I guess. Yeah, kind of what you said, like low, vib right? Low vibrational frequency. Um, and then with that low vibrational frequency, not only is it bad thoughts, but it's going to affect you in a lot of other ways. It's going to affect your health. Um, physically and emotionally, right? It's gonna not only mm -hmm. like not want the uh, manifestation to get attracted to you, but then it's going to kind of breathe into other places. It's gonna make you maybe feel less confident about something. It's gonna make you 
do a lot of subconscious behaviors that are not healthy either. So yes, it is drawing you farther away from what you want to get. Um, but it's also kind of like, how do I say, it's harder for you to get neutral than too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what advice if somebody is that way? I know you mentioned like meditation and I know Ooh. that can be, well, it's probably an excuse, but it can be hard for people to yeah. even start that even for a minute. Yeah. So I guess coming out of like a negative place in a low vibration, what advice would you give to someone like pulling themselves out of that and trying to neutralize and, and get back to positive thoughts? Yeah, yeah, kind of to branch out of it. But if meditation doesn't work for you, you can do something in the now moment that you enjoy. You know, kind of like what I was saying before, you you still can, you don't have to meditate yeah. on it. Meditation is an easier way for me personally to get there. But if you're new to it, do something you like in the now or appreciate something in the now because the now moment, and I say now with a capital N, the now moment is where the manifestation happens too. me being positive or just enjoying the moment with something that has nothing to do with my manifestation that is still working towards it. Um, Another um, example that I can give, I love this example too, because a lot of people don't know about it. Um, So I went to a mediumship workshop where um, we were having people were channeling people who crossed over. That means people who are deceased. Um, Mm -hmm. And the people who were getting the best results with channeling were high vibrational people who were like, Oh, I'm really happy to be here. And I have a lot of energy. And those people were having the best results because spirit was attracted to that. Spirit doesn't want to talk to low vibrational people because spirits are such high vibrations. So they were attracted to the people who are at high vibration. This is the same thing. They were really using the law of attraction to also talk to the spirits. And I know that's a little woo-woo of um, an explanation, (laughs) but I saw it happen in person. It was the people who were lit up who were having the best results. And when I myself was getting lit up, I was doing, I can speak to it because I uh, experienced it firsthand. Yeah, no, I love all that stuff. I love going to psychics and talking about law of attraction and energy. I think it's just so cool. Mm -hmm. So, and it's how we can get in touch with ourselves and like the universe and self-awareness. So Mm -hmm. very cool. And I think too, like to go off your point of like, if you can't do meditation, I know things that I have, well, I shouldn't say can't, but if you're struggling with that aspect, as you said, just find something that you enjoy or like other ways that I try to meditate are either going for a walk and like setting my intentions and like maybe listening to like a good music or a good playlist that kind of gets me in a good mood. Um, and I used to go to a gym where there like was a sauna. So I wouldn't necessarily meditate in there, but I would just, I guess you could call it that though. Cause I would just sit in there and be quiet and just, you know, set my intentions, set my vibrations, like think about the things I wanted to accomplish. And like, I just would use those little moments to meditate because I know it's hard to like set a timer and just like, don't think about anything, you know, is what everybody's conception, like misconception, yeah. of, I feel like meditation is. So, you know, always try to think of how you can incorporate it even into your current routine. And just by, you know, if it's enjoying a cup of coffee, as you said earlier, I think that's a great way to put it. And we don't have to put so much pressure on ourselves to be like 30 minutes of meditation every day. Oh, yeah. No, no. Because I mean, um, I mean, I think I've heard it all in terms of everyone. <laughs> Everyone always says in the beginning, I can't meditate. And I mean, I've taught, I've Mm. taught workshops, like beginner workshops to combat that thought process. Um, I mean, me, myself, I only do about 10 minutes a day. You don't, yeah, to your point, you don't have to do a half an hour. That's only if you feel called to do so. And um, 
if you can't completely get to that zero point and clear your mind, it's okay. If you could even just focus down to one thought and just be present in the now, you're already winning. You're already doing better. You're already doing more than you were before, and you're already focusing your thoughts. And I like what you said about music. Um, there's that, uh, there's a lot of um, sound healing meditations out there, too, that, again, play certain frequencies so you get to certain energy level states because like we said earlier it's all energy and if I can get to that state yeah by listening to a certain type of music by drinking coffee whatever it is you're winning you're doing it properly right I love that well there's a lot to I feel like unpack with law of attraction so we'll definitely have you do a blog post Mm -hmm. I know our website is currently down but hoping to have that back up in September um so you can do more law of attraction and next level stuff for it. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I'm excited. Kind of making a little cheat sheet so that people can refer to it to uh, kind of knock out the basic stuff and then the more advanced stuff when they're ready. Yeah. And it's helpful to have that as a resource as we're talking about it now. So hopefully people will listen and, and save this podcast, but it will definitely be helpful to have something like written out and how you can get started. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be sure to share that. Too. Yeah. So before we close out, um, if somebody did want to reach out to you, as we mentioned in the beginning, you do Reiki healing, um, you're great with energy healing and law of attraction, as we just discussed. Um, so what is, you know, how can people connect with you and, and work with you? Yeah, my, my website is also currently under construction. So, um, the, <laughs> so the best way to reach out to me would definitely be social media. So on Facebook, I'm New Age Goddess. Just Facebook, you know, dot com slash New Age Goddess. You'll find me. And then on Instagram, I'm the New Age Goddess. So underscore after each word. So the underscore new underscore age underscore goddess. And yeah, you can definitely book a session with me through those platforms. I do remote Reiki healing sessions. So you don't have to be in Chicago. If you are in Chicago, we can meet up in person as well. And um, I also post meditation workshops um, from time to time too. And then um, also I have a podcast as well. So the name of my podcast is Confessions of a New Age Goddess. Easy to remember. Um, and it's it's everywhere. It's on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and a couple other platforms as well. And that podcast talks about all things New Age healing. So yeah, I did just do an episode on Reiki. I've done episodes on aura readings, on dream interpretation. So we have a lot of fun over there. Awesome. Yeah, everybody make sure you go follow her and check her out. When we share this episode, we'll be sure to tag her on our socials as well. So you can follow along with her journey. Perfect. So thank you so much, Melissa. It was great talking to you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Pretty Young and Motivated podcast. And thank you to Melissa for joining us and having the conversation about law of attraction. Today's quote of the episode is from the law of attraction guru that she had talked about in the episode, which is Abraham Hicks. And the quote is, you're not manifesting, you're creating the environment that allows the manifestation. We hope you have a great rest of your week and tune in next time for another episode of the PYM podcast.